not record. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's stop. Intro time. Do you know what I said, Blooper? You ready? Ready. Cue the music. everyone to a new episode of fire lane podcast we are your lovely host moises and brenda hello everyone welcome back yeah after welcome our back to fifth the... try in this intro yeah <laughs> just kidding it's a lot of tries but we get it done okay <clears throat> that okay. usually happens a lot like our intros we restart a lot and then once we get started you can't stop us mm-hmm Yep. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> if you're uh, if you're back from listening to another episode, welcome back. If you're a new follower slash listener, welcome. Thank you very much for choosing us Thank as your you. podcast choice out of the millions that there are out there. Millions and millions and millions. We are grateful and honored that you chose to listen to us, <laughs> and we hope you stay. If not, boss. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> anyway, today it's it's gonna be somewhat of a less cheerful but still positive type of podcast, a type of episode. We're gonna be discussing something that happened in our lovely hometown of El Paso, Texas. That happened this past weekend, August third, at a Walmart. Um, if you if you're not familiar with what happened. Basically, just to summarize it, because I don't want to dwell too much into the negative of what happened, is some guy um, basically targeted Latinos at Walmart and shot 22, well, not shot, but shot and killed 22 people and wounded over two dozen more. And um, it, was a, it was a shock to all of us here in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Because we never thought that would happen here. We were we were known as a city who bragged about being the safest city. One of the safest cities in the country. And we love that because we're, we're right across the border from Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. And during the times where it was super bad over there. Like da- daily killings over there. Yeah. Daily mass shootings over there. <clears throat> El Paso was still one of the top safest cities so like that never changed yeah that never changed and it's not going to change um one thing that we we found out that day is that um it wasn't one of our people and what i mean by our people is excuse me it wasn't one of one it wasn't someone that was born and raised in el paso who came and did their whole thing it was some guy from upper side of Dallas, Texas, who drove 10 hours to do this to the people that are here. But we want to focus this episode on the positive thing that came out of this, yeah. out of such evil and atrocity that <clears> happened. 
And of course, we want to dedicate this episode to those victims and their families and their families. And yeah, we this episode we're gonna we're gonna focus on those positive things. Um, as I don't know if you've seen, well, basically the title of this episode is El Paso Strong, which has been circulating the webs ever Everything, since that. Yeah. yeah, ever since it happened, there's a huge mural that some guy did overnight. Like in one night. It's beautiful too. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you've seen all the posts on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that all that stuff with hashtag El Paso Strong. Mm-hmm. So we we wanna highlight as to why that is um why El Paso Strong. Because I I I looked into the hashtags and everything and it didn't just come out of nowhere from this event. It was prior to this event happening that the hashtag was created but i guess because of this event they push it forward oh so it was already established before mm-hmm. mm. yeah it wasn't because of this event they're like yeah. oh we're strong now like no we've always been strong <clears throat> but what we saw saturday um was how how much of a loving community and great leadership this city has mm-hmm because everyone and their mothers and their grandmothers went to donate blood to the point where they had to reject some people. People were standing outside in a hundred degree heat mm-hmm. waiting to donate blood. People <coughs> were taking or buying cases of water, pizzas. I don't know what else to take to the... Where they took all the people who were at Walmart <clears throat> to the school. And to the lines of the people donating. And to the lines of the, yeah, the doctors too that took care of the victims. I think even the newscasters. I heard that one of the news people here locally, some lady went to their, to where their, their studio is. Oh, yeah. And like took some food or something. So basically everyone involved as... T- as any type of way in the incident mm-hmm. like El Paso came together as a community to to serve to serve the the community whether it was taking water to whoever needs it um, to the first responders yeah to the cops to the newscasters whoever to each other because the 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 per, the people who got most affected by this, of course, were the victims, but also the people who, kind of the the entire Paso community, because, um, because of what the reason why this guy did what he did, now multiple people are scared, mm-hmm. and, and that's actually the <clears throat> the purpose of this episode, because when evil comes, um, knocking on your door. You can't fight evil with evil. You have to fight evil with good. Yeah. So that's the purpose of us recording this episode and dedicating it to those victims because we want to fight evil with good like we did on Saturday and showed how good of a community we are and how wrong that person was for doing what he did. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh... <clears throat> it's just like... Um, it's been very emotional in a good way to see everything you just mentioned, like just multiple people 
um, seeing pictures and, you know, like, videos of people doing so much good. Like, people just... You would think that because something like that happened, people would just be like, oh, I'm not going to go out. But people didn't care. People just got up and started moving, taking water, taking this, taking that. Like, people weren't scared to line up outside the the donation centers yeah. <clears throat> to donate blood. Like, like yeah, you, you feel a little bit, like, anxious of being at the store and stuff. Yeah, on edge and everything. Yeah, but... But when it came to people wanting to help others, they went past that. They faced the fear. Yeah, they faced their fear of, like, oh, it could happen again. And they mm-hmm. just went out and, and did what they needed to do for others. Um, which shows a lot about El Paso because <clears throat> people were being very selfless. They were caring more about other people than themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and especially since... Uh, right now, we live in a society that's very selfish. Mm-hmm. To see how many selfless people went out there and yeah. to donate their own blood, to buy cases with their 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 money out of pocket, mm-hmm. food and everything, just like, like mm-hmm. hours of volunteering and you know. And even now, I mean, it's been today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Well, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so it's been five days since it happened. Yeah, and it's still still going strong yeah people are still i'm pretty sure people are still donating blood um yeah it's just it was just it was just surreal and positively overwhelming how much people were were willing to to serve because people donated stuff water all kind of all all that kind of stuff to the point where they had to deny people them in at the places where they were holding everyone from Walmart, waiting to be reunited. Mm-hmm. Like, cases of water to the point where they they just said, no, we can't no more. We're, we're overstocked. <coughs> which, is a, which is a good problem to have. Yeah. Because now you see, like, people are willing to... to lend a hand when... for people in need. When needed, yeah. Like... It it was just so beautiful to see because, <clears throat> like, you could tell that regardless of anybody else helping, like, any other city or state, like, within El Paso. Yeah, we're going to take care of our own. Yeah, like, it was so much help within El Paso that, like, it was amazing to see. And people were being... <clears throat> like, I know several people told me that they would go to the store, like, even other Walmarts or Sam's or wherever, where everybody was being very nice to each other, like, helping everybody out. And I feel like that's how it should be all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it was it was really good to hear stuff like that, like... And, like, even us being able to tell our kids, like, that what an amazing city we live in where we know that people are willing to be there for others. Yeah, that's one huge thing, especially after such a tragic event in a city where you never thought it it could have happened. Unfortunately, it did. But that's huge when, especially when you have kids and... Um, they go to school and stuff like that, or 
you take them to the store with you, there's one of two ways that they're going to react. They're going to react scared, and they're going to have fear. Or if you communicate with them and you talk to them, that this city will never do that to them. Like, someone from this city is never going to cause that, that much... That, that, that much Destruction. Yeah, destruction. And people in this city are not that evil to hurt each other. Yeah. If you communicate that to your kids, then they can trust when they go out there that they're safe with the people of El Paso. Mm -hmm. And one thing we did is talk to our two... That's that same day, right? No, the uh, the day after. The day after. We talked to our son because he's the oldest. Our daughter was. She didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But our son did, um, and we did talk to him on Sunday. First, we asked him what he knew. Mhm. Like to make sure that he. He did. had everything right, like his facts. Right? Yeah. Um, cause you never know, kids can. Yeah, hear because something they, and, there was so much like said. And that and one day, that yeah, there, was the, there was a lot of stuff said, and you never know what they hear, and then that's what they think. That's what happened. Yeah. So he was with with his with his dad over the weekend. So we didn't talk to him until Sunday when he when he came back. Um, but we just wanted to make it clear to him that hey, the people of El Paso will are is a loving community. It's a selfless community. It's not a hateful community because people from different races from all walks of life live here. No. Yeah, there's a huge Hispanic population here, but there's still plenty of other races here too. Mm -hmm. And we all, I mean, we have a, a heavy military population too, and those people are from all walks of life too. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we all come together for each other and that's what we wanted to affirm and sow into our kids because that's what that's exactly what this city is so we didn't want them to go outside like oh that person even though he's my neighbor he might yeah he might me. be a because mm -hmm. that's not true that's not what happened mm -hmm. this guy came out of town because he was filled with hate probably he wasn't shown love wherever he was from because I'm pretty sure if that guy lived here in El Paso he would think twice about yeah. doing what he did and I love that post that some people some person was saying that like hey guy we should have shown you um, how loving our community is or stuff we like that we would have shared our <clears throat> our meals or our meals or our abuelita would have cooked for you yeah <laughs> And it's true because yeah. many people love El Paso because of how welcoming everyone is. Yeah. And I, I believe a huge reason why that is is because of that heavy Latino population, Hispanic population. Because, of the course, culture. yeah, most people were, are not, were not born and raised here. They became citizens. Mm -hmm. And even if they were born and raised here, they still have that Hispanic heritage. Yeah. So they were they were raised on those core values, like hey, be welcoming to to your neighbors, and um, that's basically the community that we are. So yeah, we we talked to our kid, and 
Uh, one thing that we want to communicate with everyone after this is the only way to fight evil is with good, with positive. And I know right now a lot of people are into political stuff and blaming this person and blaming that person or blaming whatever they want to blame. They're, it's people that are hurting, that are looking f for something to blame. Yeah. Uh, which I personally think is a wrong way to go about this. Because right now, especially it being less than a week out from the event, people are still mourning, people are still grieving, people are still in shock. Yeah, it takes time to, yeah, it's gonna take to time. get over and that. Yeah, one thing that that disappointed me is that our political leaders here locally went straight to politics. And I get it as to why it would go that route, but... I find it more important to focus on people instead of an agenda. Yeah. Because people come first. I really I really liked seeing how much the you know, like there's a lot of different religions also here and um I did see a lot of like unity between yeah. religions. Um everybody Everybody was like that. That's how exactly it should have been, where everybody is more focused on the victims and the victims' families um, than anything else. Because, it, like, imagine if it was... We were here. We were at home mm -hmm. when this happened, right? Like, imagine if it, it, was, it was affecting us not even being around the area, like, just imagine everybody else who lived around the area, who was around the area, who saw stuff, who have family, that, who have friends. Like, it's a huge impact. If it yeah. impacted those of us that weren't even around it, like, just imagine how much bigger of an impact was for those who were. So, just being able to see that, like all of like the pastors and priests and everybody was like just talking about you know healing to the families and strength and 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 peace you know like it just i feel like that's the way it should be with everyone even like political leaders of el paso especially political leaders of el paso um that's like one thing that I saw that that was very positive about this. Um, like even ourselves, like I don't know how many people you reached to, but once I found out them them since our son wasn't here at home, once I found out that he was okay, like I started reaching out to people and to make sure that my own family was okay. And I really liked that Facebook had that thing where it tells you, like, mark who's safe. safe. Yeah, like, yeah. mark yourself as safe because uh, I wouldn't have had to reach to, like, hundreds of people to make sure... Because then once I saw some of those people marking themselves safe and posting stuff on Facebook, I was like, okay, they're okay. But then the people that I didn't know, like, I reached out to. You know, hey, are you okay? Is your family okay? And I'm sure, like, you did the same. Like, we needed to make sure that every all of our... Loved yeah. ones were safe. So, I mean, that that was, like, super helpful. That was really cool. 
I really like that little Facebook thing. Because <laughs> in, in, like, instances like this, you never know. Yeah, when it comes to basically what, well, what he did for me is it just humbles you. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure um, if you're a fellow El Pasoan or you're listening to this and you're from out of town, because you think it will never happen to you and then, well happen to you or in your town and then it does it makes you humble in a way that like you're not indestructible mm-hmm. so it basically makes you appreciate more the little things in life yeah like one thing we we talked about is how overrated just getting home safe is yeah or getting to your destination safely is Because you never know. Yeah, you never know when it's your time. So, yeah, when something like like this happens, is well, that's what it did for me personally. It didn't it didn't scare me because I knew this guy was full of evil, and I wasn't gonna let evil win in my life. Mhm. And you shouldn't either. By you, I mean our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I know our family will never let evil win. Because when e- whenever evil wants to come knocking on our door, they have something else coming to them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a city, it, it was good to see how, even though it was a tragic event, there were still people being positive. There were still people being, looking out for each other. Different races from different cultures, different religions, different points of views. We all came together because we knew that no one should ever go through that. that exactly. That doesn't matter where you are from. The only one who was in disagreement was that guy who did what he did. Yeah. He was the only one who was like, you know, this people deserve something else but us as a community and as a city we came together said no no one deserves this yeah you're the only one who came outside of our city who thought that way and was selfish enough to come here and do what you did mm-hmm. and if you think about it like the people that were in there because there was multiple people, like... Yeah, there was, like, a 1,000 to 3,000. But there was multiple people, say, like, taking others with them to go help them hide and stuff. Oh, yeah. And at that moment, if you think about it, those people weren't thinking about, like, okay, are you white? Are you Hispanic? Are you Catholic? Are you Christian? Are you Jewish? Like, they were not think Like, their human instinct was to save as many people as they could. Yeah. All they saw was, hey... You're human. You deserve Exa- to live. Yeah, exactly. So, th- like, that's another thing that made me realize, like, people... Like, we all have different opinions. We all think differently. We all believe differently. But at the end, like, when it comes to something like that, or something so horrible, like, you saw, you know, people's hearts... You saw the love 
because it didn't matter what you were or who you were. They were willing to save everyone they could. Do you know what I mean? People were willing to risk their lives for a person they didn't even know. Like they could have been in there not even saying hi to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, early in the morning, nobody wants to talk. It could have like but when it came to that moment of putting your life for others, they didn't even think about it twice. Like that is what like I thought about that so much. I was like, like it's it, and that's what kind of made me start thinking about the way I react with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On our daily lives, like, like I feel like every day we should be loving to each other, no matter what. Yeah, because you never know what someone is going through. You never know if whoever you interact with on a daily basis if they might be going to the depression yeah and they're thinking of ending their life that day that same day but you give them a smile you shake their hand you tell them hey have a good day that means the world to those kind of people yeah and yeah you're gonna get those people like get away from me weirdo that's their problem <laughs> yeah it's not your problem that you're being kind and you're being selfless to wish someone a good day. Yeah. You're going out of your way when you don't have to to wish someone else a good day. Exactly. It it just it was so I don't know. It just makes you like you say it, it humbles you and it also makes you look at things in other perspectives, you know. Um because it, it's just crazy to me. Like, everybody is always willing to share their opinion. But at the end of the day, like, everybody's willing to... There's a lot of people willing to risk their lives for someone they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if you're not given the moment to think, are you going to go and risk your life for someone else? Because a lot of the times we we have that option of, of doing something for someone else, but in our minds we start thinking about it. And the more we think about it, the less we do. Which showed me, like, that's what I should do more. Like, do, like you say, like, you never know what person you're going to encounter. And just by you giving somebody else a smile when you walk in the door of a store or a walkout or... You know, see one of our military or one of our, you know, um, police officers or anybody and just saying thank you. You don't know if it's going to help them with their day. So, it's like you said, it's very humbling and it makes you change the way you think, maybe the way you act sometimes too. Yeah, the only way to combat evil, negative stuff, something tragic is with being positive, being being cheerful, uplifting others. Because what this guy tried to do is tear us down. But what we did is build each other up. Mm-hmm. And that's the way any society will function when we build each other up, not tear each other down. Yep. And unfortunately, this guy came from negative, evil thoughts 
that he was superior to every other race, which is stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid to think that you're above someone else, even of your own race. It's stupid. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. Mm-hmm. We all poop the same way. <laughs> we all get sick. Doesn't matter. We all have the same types of organs because we're all human beings. We might have different cultures, beliefs, and opinions, but we can all agree that we're all human beings. Yeah. And that's how we treat each other here in El Paso. We treat each other with respect, with love. We build each other up. Yeah. It's a it's like a big family. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge family. They say you know, like some way, somehow you're gonna be you you're connected with everyone else in El Paso. Whether it was the friend, cousin. Yeah, everybody knows each other. <laughs> yeah, some way, somehow. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a huge community, but it's a, it's a close and tight type of community. Yeah. That we're always there to help, to lend a hand. And uh, one thing I wanted to maybe, I guess some advice to people who are in shock, don't know how to process this type of issue, is, well, for one, is make sure you, if you're not a bigger, a big believer in prayer, I know people are like, believe, believing condolences are not going to do nothing. Well, first of all, they do because... It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Thoughts are... Basically, what you're doing in prayer is vocalizing your thoughts. Or even if you do it mentally, you're still thinking those things. Mm-hmm. And those are huge because in those moments, you're being selfless. Which is a start to you doing actions of selflessness. Yeah. If you don't think about it, you're not ever going to yeah. take action either. Yeah. Because thoughts and prayers are good for you and the people who you're praying for. And they also lead you to take action. Because I know people are now like, thoughts and prayers are not going to solve anything. They might not solve anything instantly, but eventually, you never know. Some some person who offered their thoughts and prayers decided while praying, like, hey, I'm going to take action on this. And they might race through the ranks of government and become president and change those things. Mm-hmm. But it all comes from thinking about it. Yeah. It does. You're you're so right. Also, um, just go out there and look for... Even if it wasn't victims that were directly impacted by the event. Find someone that you can help. Go donate. Go to the centers where they're holding those... um, What are they called? Those centers where you can go ahead and, like, psychologically or mentally or trauma. Those trauma centers, I guess. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word. Where you can go and speak with someone. Even if you were not impacted. 
or even if you're just stronger minded than others because not everybody is that way not everybody learns to be strong minded um others other people process things differently yeah um and there's you might be that person that they need in their life at that moment to help them get through it yeah go out there and just someone random do something kind for them buy someone a meal buy them flowers pay for their tab if you're at a bar (laughs) I know that um, your sister said that she I mean obviously like we weren't impacted personally right yeah but she said she it felt really good for the workers at the store that she went to they helped her with her with the water or the dog's food or whatever and it just meant a lot to her yeah that they did that so just it just speaks so much when people are willing to help anybody because they like they didn't know if she was impacted or not but it didn't matter yeah you don't know because in reality everyone was impacted mm-hmm. all of el paso everyone is shocked because this happened in our city so indirectly we were all impacted but of course the ones that were more impacted were the victims and their families but still like what what this event did is highlight our core Mm-hmm. What we have in our, inside our heart. Because we could have easily been um, divided. We could have been selfish. Yeah. Everyone could have gone to their own hose, houses. And not came out. And not come out. Like, nah, I'm taking care of me. I ain't going to go donate for someone else. Like, no, they were like, despite the fact that this person did what he did, and me not knowing where they're, whether there's more or not, I'm going to go do what's best for my community and go help those who already are affected mm-hmm. so we, sh- we, sh- we showed how fearless we are and as time goes by of course healing will come but for what I recommend well, what I would like to see from our city is the people who are not directly impacted is be those be the rock for those people who were. Be the rock for those people who are traumatized with this event. Mm-hmm. Explain to them like, hey, El Paso is a loving community. Someone from here will never do that. You can trust that wherever you go, there's gonna be people who are willing to help you. Yeah. To care for you. That want to see you happy and smile. And focus on those people. Focus on the people. Right now, I personally think there's, there shouldn't be time for politics. There shouldn't be time for anything but focus on recovering. Mm-hmm. Everything should be focused on that. Yeah. Making sure that the families are good. Remem- remembering the victims for all the good things they did. Yeah. And the rest of us should be there along with them. Yeah. Helping them, be, helping them, you know, with their healing process. And yeah. the strength that they need. Because, like, even 
just like not just the families of the victims, but even the people in there who were hearing the the shooting and some of them even saw some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. The ones that were hiding under the the benches or whatever, like they're they're impacted too. Like they're they're in shock because they got to see everything. They got to hear it. And I'm just I'm just so thankful to God that um no little children were, you know, hurt by this in a physical matter. Well, I think the youngest one was 15. Yeah, but I mean, like, little, little children, yeah. you know, because it's just so already so devastating of how many people were killed. And that, that young man, like, but I thank God that n- none of the little ones, like, this happened to them. But in the same, like, in the same, you know, case, like, a lot of little children heard the yeah. shots and they saw, what saw was stuff and, you know, like, ran for their lives, which is something that no little kid should have to go through at, at that age. But it's just time to help our city heal and be strong for everybody else. Be kind and be loving. Mm-hmm. And one thing we want to also emphasize is that as time goes by, of course, I'm not sure if they're going to reopen the Walmart or not. I personally think they should because that's a way of us showing that whatever happened it's not going to prevent us from us being the community that we know we are. Yeah. It'll truly it'll truly make us El Paso strong. Yeah. Because we're we're not going to let some you know person mess anything up in our city mm-hmm. for what they did. Like it will truly show that El Paso is strong by opening that Walmart and people still going to that Walmart you know, showing their support. They will show that we trust each other. Mm-hmm. That we trust our community. Yeah. Because we know it's true what everyone else is saying. That El Paso is a safe city. It's a very welcoming and loving community. By um, the Walmart reopening, yeah, it'll hurt. But we can't give in to fear. Mm-hmm. Because if we do, then that guy wins. Yeah. Because the purpose of, I'm pretty sure the purpose of what he was wanting to do, besides what he did, is is instill fear in us, especially the Latino community. Yeah. And we can't live our lives that way. No. A lot of people are in fear of getting deported, of being arrested or whatever. But also a lot of those people go on about their lives like, this will never happen to me. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that us personally will do. Um, when they reopen the Walmart, we're going to go. Because I don't want our children to grow up seeing their parents in fear that this may happen to them. Yeah. We want to show our kids, like, hey, something horrible happened, but we're not going to let evil win. 
And that's a small step of into recovering and healing is you facing your fear. Mm-hmm. When you face your fear, get over it. And I'm pretty sure the day that it reopens, everybody in that Walmart is going to be nothing but loving. The employees, the people shopping there. Yeah, because if at every other store, everybody's already... Just imagine how they're going to be there. Yeah. And and one thing I do want to talk about is... um. Because I did see a bunch of like people just posting about how when they arrested this um, black person, they beat him up and whatever. And then this other guy here gets arrested and he's being taken like walking. Without a scratch? Yeah, with one, with one police officer walking him. Well, that's what the picture showed, right, in the video. Yeah. But I just, I think like if we think about it, in this instance, like, it even proves how El Paso is, even with our police officers. You know what I mean? Because that's not the kind of people that our police is. Like, it shows, because, I mean, obviously, being here in El Paso, a lot of our police officers are Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Right? And it truly shows what Hispanics are all about. Because I'm pretty sure if they wanted to, they could have done the same thing. They could have been hateful and been like, what the heck, like, you came to shoot, like, we got you. You know, like, put you on the ground and kick you and whatnot. But it proves that, that you know, they're not that way. Like, they're not going to take justice into their own hands. And they're going to, at that moment, I saw it as they're showing this guy that El Paso is not about hate. Because if they would have done that to him, it would have shown him in that moment, like, like it would have told him, like, this is exactly why I did this to El Paso. And they proved to that guy, like, El Paso is not about hate. You're not going to get what you want. Out of this. Yeah. What? I don't know. I just I just wanted to say that because I just like it just in other people's perspective, it just it was stupid of me for people to say that. But then again, it was a it was probably a lot of the people that weren't from here. Hmm. So it just didn't make sense that they would think that way, but... Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't compare what happened here with anything else. Yeah, because, uh, like, honestly, like, people here are not, are not like that. Now, of course, if he would have pointed a gun at a cop, yeah, they would have yeah, like, taken a shot. They, their training is to, you know... Yeah. But... But it's not like he was being treated with... With love and care. Yeah. He wasn't, but he also wasn't... Like, they weren't being hateful towards him. Yeah. Any physical way, at least. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw. It's not like he was 
be sleeping in the bed with pillow filled with feathers and he has Netflix where he's at. Like, he's going to get what's coming to him. Mm-hmm. Which is justice. Luckily, he turned himself in so he could face that justice. And so he could see that El Paso, he thought wrong about Hispanics and our city. And he's going to get to see that now. Instead of him dying with all this hate he had. Yeah. Like... It's going to prove to him that what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, if there won't be any way of him thinking, like, oh, I did the right thing. Because he didn't know. He didn't know that... Like, he didn't even give us a chance to show him what we were all about. You know what I mean? If he would have even spent 24 hours in El Paso, he would have never done it. But he didn't give us a chance. He chose to do what he did. And now El Paso, like, proved to him, like, you were wrong. And now he's going to go with that in his head. He's not going to be able to live with that for the rest of his life. No matter how crazy he is, no matter anything, like, he's not going to be able to live every day without that in his conscience. Like, oh, man. What have I done? Yep. And of course, what happened happened already. And all we can do as a community is look forward. Remember those who were affected. But life still has to go on. And the main thing that we need to look forward to from this event is positive change. Yeah. Especially within ourselves. Yeah. Everything that... Basically what we need to do as a community is first be the change that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Personally. Be the example. Yeah, yourself. Because everyone wants to change the world, but it all starts with you. Mm-hmm. You need to change yourself in order for you to change the world. So I think that's something that us as a community have to do personally in our own lives. And then add value. Go out there and add value to others. To others. The only way you could do that is by being selfless, which is what our community is. We have so much value here that unfortunately that guy didn't see. But we know we have it. Mm-hmm. And we know we're willing to offer it and give it away. And that's something we have to, we have to keep in our hearts as El Pasoans. Is that we're valuable and we can give people value. Wherever they're, wherever they're from. And, so, and um, just another thing, I just... I mean, I don't know if it's okay to mention, but I just, I'm just so thankful to our son's school. Um, Because even though we did talk to him and we told him, like, you're going to go to school tomorrow and this is something that others might want to talk about. Like, all you need to bring is positive energy to other people. Um, 
when I asked him, like, how did, well, how was school? Like, I didn't even ask him anything. I just said, how was school today on Monday? And he said, it was, it was good. He said, um, the first thing we did is they gave us five minutes to pray if we wanted to. And I'm just thankful for his school for doing that because we always tell him to pray. And that is something that is important to our family and our faith. And for them to do that for the kids on, on you know, after such a tragedy, it just meant the world to me. And it just showed what an amazing school he's in, no matter like where we live like because obviously we don't live in the richest parts of El Paso but it just showed so much from his school to let them do that the principles they follow and they teach your kids yeah yeah so I just want to say thank you to them and you know to To all the first responders because the entire city came together yeah, like all entire all everybody, everybody, firefighters, EMTs, police departments all over the city came together to lend a hand. Yeah, school districts. Everyone who just out of town people, Redoso, yeah, like everyone, everyone just decided to do something, and we're so thankful for you and just like all of you and all the victims, all the families, everybody who was at Walmart, everybody who was helping from the mall or whatnot, like just know that you are in our prayers daily and we just, we send you strength, we send you, you know, that you have, that you were able to get peace. And just know that every day, every day, morning, night, midday, doesn't matter, we're always praying for you. And we, we love you. Yep. And just this episode is definitely dedicated to all of you. And even if one, two people listen to it, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's for you guys. Yep. So thanks. We're doing it from our hearts. And just that's something that I want to highlight in this episode is all the love is important that's going around. Keep that going. Keep that going. After time. Yeah. All the shops that started doing stickers and... And t-shirts. T-shirts and stuff. Uh, Some people might look at it in a negative way. Oh, they're just doing it so they can get more business. Like, they're doing it because they know the the principles and values that... Yeah, it's in their heart. Yeah. And they were going to give all the profits away to the victims. So, all those people, whether you're an artist making something, music... For the people um, to listen to and mourn and feel strong. The people who are paint, doing paintings, like that guy who did the in Chico the Chihuahua. Is mm-hmm. that his name? Mm-hmm. Chico the Chihuahua, the miner, and the little son for the Sun City. Yeah. That guy, um, the guy who did the mural, all the people who are the tattoos, the people who are doing tattoos of El Paso Strong. That just shows to people from here in El Paso and all over the country and the world is that as a community, whether we're business owners, whether we're Latinos, white people, black people, wherever you come from, no matter what, we, we care for each other. Yeah. Our principle is to care for each other. So those are our values. 
and it's great to see all these businesses help in their in their own small way and doing what they know best that they can do but still shifting it in a way where it could benefit someone else yeah not for themselves and it's just great to see that that's something i think we need to keep going to help us heal and to help us get to that place where we know our city is safe and anyone who's willing to come into our city they'll be welcome with open hearts with open arms and that they can trust that only love will come to them from our city yeah that's something that i wanted to highlight Thanks, babe. <laughs> For what? For all the, you know, inspiration. Yeah. And this episode is main is really for those people who are, for everyone in El Paso, it's dedicated to everyone in El Paso, but we, we do want to especially dedicate it to the, to the victims and the families. But it's also a way for us to heal ourselves, mm-hmm. to talk about it. Because... Like, just like everyone else was watching the news. I've never watched so much news in my life. Exactly. <laughs> While I was working, I was watching the news. Yeah. I was re- rejecting calls. Don't fire me. But, yeah. <clears throat> I've never watched so much news in my life, and not because um, because of what happened, but because it was your our, our hometown that it happened to. Mm-hmm. Like, before, I would have never known of a... Of, of like a shooting happening in other places until I got to work out. Yeah. But because it's our home city and not because I was selfless and stuff like that. It's just, I was just never in the news. And plus, because it's our community, we're thinking about our family who lives here. Yeah, it was important. Yeah, so we wanted to know like, hey, who's involved? What's going on? Yeah. What's what's happening? Is it happening in our in our neighborhood? Is it that is it is it that just one location? Are we safe to go outside? That's what happened that day. Afterwards, we knew that. After we knew who it was, what yeah. At the moment, like yeah. Once we heard like this is going on, we were like, okay, wait, where is it going on there? Like, what do we need to? That's why the first thing I did was make sure that our son was okay. Yeah. Cause like I know that. His biological father, like, usually when he has them for the weekend, he takes them shopping. Yeah. So, to me, I was like, I need to know where he's at. And thank God he, like, he was at home, so. But, yeah, we did watch a lot of news, like, the whole day. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I mean, if you're a fellow Pasoan, go to a vigil. Go visit the memorial that they have right now. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, once this is... Well, what I mean by this is all over. After the cops are gone, after the news reporters are gone from the place where they're at, after the the, um, the funerals happened, still keep that core of love, respect, and positivity in your heart, even after this. Mm-hmm. Because love and positivity is not needed just this once it's needed every single day of your life yeah 
You can put that if you're religious. You can put that God is needed on your positive days and on your bad days. You don't, you don't just need him on your bad days. You need him every single day, mm-hmm. whether everything is going good or bad. Yeah. Same thing with being positive and loving. That's needed every single day. Despite what happens in your life. And we got to show that at, at that day. Yeah. And encourage people to not give in to the fear of this happening again in our hometown. Encourage people to face their fears. Like I said, one thing that we're going to do is visit, visit that Walmart. Walk the aisles. And while we're doing so, outside of us facing our fear, we're going to remember those that were in there. We're going to feel their, their energy. And we're going to f- do our best to fill it with positive and love and caring. Because I don't know if the employees are going to go back, like if the same employees are going to go back. But I, I'm pretty sure it will mean the world to them if they are scheduled to work when they reopen. Well, we mean the world to them for El Paso to show how much we love those employees. For El Paso to, cho- to show each other how much we love each other. The cops that are going to be stationed there. Mm-hmm. Bring them a donut. <laughs> Give them a fist bump. Tell them thank you for looking out for us. Because if it happens, guess what? The cops are there. They might not be able to stop them. They might be one of the victims. But us as El Pasoans can't give in to the fear of that. Because that when, that's when that guy wins and our people lose. So we have to show strength. We have to show fearlessness. Truly be El Paso strong. Yeah, truly be El Paso strong. Because you can't be El Paso strong if you have hate in your heart, or if you're speaking hate. You can only be El Paso strong if you're speaking love and positivity into others. That's how you show that you're strong. Mm-hmm. You show that you're strong by, despite negative stuff happening around you, you're still being positive. You're still being the positive one. While everyone else in the, in the world or your neighbors or your friends are being blaming this person, blaming that person, blaming this politicians, blaming those politicians, you and your heart are being positive, are remembering the positive that came out of this. That's how you show that you're strong. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Be truly El Paso strong. Don't just say El Paso strong. Hashtag El Paso strong. You and your heart be El Paso strong. But you being El Paso strong, you can go ahead and give that to other people and give them the ability to be El Paso strong the same. To be truly El Paso strong. Fill your love and life with... What did I say? (laughs) Fill your life with love and positivity. That's what I meant to say. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Fill your love with life, huh? That's what I said. (laughs) Anyway... Fill your life with love, positivity, and block out the hate and negativity. 
Because you have the choice. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Yeah. There's a great scene out there that it's not what happens to you. It's, what ha- it's how you react to what happens to you. That makes your life. Yeah. So be positive. Be El Paso strong. Go out there. Be loving to each other. Show each other love. Be positive towards each other. What else do you want to add? Be positive. (laughs) Smile to each other. Say hi to each other. Hug each other. Just don't say a word. Just walk up to someone random and be like, I love you. Hold the door for each other. Yeah, hold the door. Say thank you. Put your cards back. Say thank you. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) if you would like to donate... Pull up the link, babe. Huh? Pull up the link. There's a bunch of people donating. I don't... There's a lot of... I think the Cowboys donated. Oh, yeah. American Airlines. American Airlines. I think Speaking Rock. Mm Mm-hmm. People themselves. I think Walmart donated, too. Walmart. um, Of course, the government. I think the... What's his name? Governor? Texas? Something about like $5 million. But anyway, in case you want to donate, let me pull up the link. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can link it. Yeah, I'll, I'll add it to the subject line of this, of our episode, but it is epcf.org. So you can go there and um, that's where you can... Go ahead and some uh, donate to the to help the victims out. Um, one thing I'm reading here is that First Light Federal Credit Union will match the next twenty five thousand that is donated. So if twenty five thousand dollars are donated, they'll match them. Um, a lot of people are donating towards that cause. But yeah. But if, if if you yeah, want to help you, out. If you don't know how to help out or if you're from out of town or you want to just you just simply have a good heart and you want to do something positive and give a little positive towards El Paso and the families that are here. um, There you go. It's EPCF.org. You can go there and donate. I'll link it in the description of of this podcast and the YouTube and uh, yeah, the description everywhere. But thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Thank you much for your love and prayers that you that you're sending towards our city and the families that were affected. It's such a great feeling to see how the entire country sends their love over here. Yeah. But other than that, thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully this helps someone out there, whether you're from our city or not. We just wanted to throw some positivity on this these dark times. And we felt it was important for us to to shine that light. Yeah. And the darkness that is going around that went around because now there's we're lit (laughs) yeah guys so thank you so much for listening and everything and we can't wait for our next podcast sounds good bye later